please remain at least six feet away from your speakers at all times. This is Toad's COVID Chronicles. Hey, this is Toad from Country AF Radio. During the pandemic, I sat down with a bunch of artists, got to get to know them a little bit better, including this guy right here. This is Mr. Rain Johnson, the man behind Front Seat. We talked about new country music. We talked about his wife's influence on his music. Rather, input. That's probably a better word, input. We talked about TV shows and just how the internet knows exactly what we're doing. We also got some live music in here, too. Acoustic versions of songs you guys are going to grow to love. Let's get to know Rain Johnson. How's it going, man? Dude, great, actually, considering everything that's going on. It's pretty damn good, right? You want my bathroom in the background there? Is that okay? <laughs> that doesn't matter to me, dude. <laughs> I like it. So, I mean, I just got this thing. I like it. Yeah, that's it. At least you have, like, some sort of backdrop or something. Somebody asked me the other day, like, do you want to get a green screen? I'm like, I don't think that's necessary. No, it's fine. <laughs> dude, it keeps it real, man. That's what I'm that's, saying. That's, that was my exact response. I was like, you know what? I was like, I think people, I like to watch artists that I like. I like to watch them in their house. You know, it's kind of cool. Well, this gives them the opportunity to really kind of like see what's going on and that you're normal. And uh, that was the whole point of all these. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with Country AF Radio at all. Are you? Have you heard? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been informed, so that's good. Yeah, that's what's rad. We've been around uh, about two years now, and we're just in app online, and uh, it all um, stemmed from terrestrial radio not actually supporting new artists, and that's why we built the damn thing. Very cool, man. No, I like it. Very, very cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad. And the point of all these, we're, we're calling them toads covid chronicles and uh it's basically just talking to you guys to let everybody else know that you're kind of going through the same thing and uh that we are and that you're human and that's the whole idea i wish i had a good i wish i had a good mic to i have it but i don't have it set up for this yet i think that'd be cool i'd probably sound a lot better (laughs) right well you know i use it i made a studio at home because i'm on i'm on air every day from noon to five right um but this i just started like doing the interview thing last week via zoom just because we can you know no so cool man like i've i've done a few of these things man and it's it's actually i like i've said it a million times i hope that these don't go away i think it's fun it's cool you know right i think we're all learning that uh you know you can work from home and get more stuff done you can uh get to know that other people are superhuman too that you know that um even though we're all quarantined at home and the the non-essentials of the world i heard you're still working yeah, yeah, I'm I'm I work for the railroad, so I'm still working. Yeah, I still gotta still gotta go chug it out every day, but it's what, it's it's been good, you know. What do you do at the railroad? I uh, work in the diesel locomotive shop. Yeah, man. So I've been been doing that for a while. I'm the wherever I guess it's basically the best way I can explain it is like when you take your car and you get serviced or worked on. That's basically the what we do on locomotives. Basically, you know, we're not we're not a heavy repair shop, but we like do like routine maintenance and like parts change and stuff like that. So That's kind of cool. cool. I actually uh, took uh, my lunch break per se, hopped on my dirt bike and right behind oh. my house, we, we have uh, railroad tracks and I know we're not supposed to ride too close to them, but um, I just cruised by one and um, they were everybody, just- every, everybody, everybody does that around here too. I'm, I'm down with it, man. It's a good, it's a good way to get from like, there's a lot of people who travel the railroad tracks that are near my house to get to the place they want to ride at, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed enough to have desert in my backyard. I don't have to load up anything. I just get on it and ride. Wild, man. That's wild. So are you, is, are you like Las Vegas area? Is that what you, did yeah. I read that right? Okay. Yeah. I live in the outskirts of Vegas. I actually do a lot of the booking. I'm the one that you were supposed to play Friday night at Stoney's Rock and Country. I'm, I'm the guy that, I'm the guy that booked you too. And I'm, uh, I was kind of hoping we could have done this on Friday. That would have been rad because it would have been, ah, you weren't here, but you were here, you know? Sort of I got you. I got you. We could, I mean, you want to do another one on Friday? We can. I don't care. <laughs> Where do I score one of those sweet hats, though? Those are sweet. I like that. Dude, I will send you. I have no problem sending you. I actually have some with um, 
Some that I think the bill is camo. I have some that this is camo. I mean, I can send you whatever you pick, want. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be a beggar, but pick one and I'll rock it for sure. I like the flat bill type style. Yes. Bit, yeah. I like because it's mesh back too. That's the other thing I like. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on it. Hell yeah, because it's hot. Dude, what have you been doing? Like other than working, do you do you are are you writing? Are you doing like Zoom shows? What are you doing? Music stuff wise, I've just been doing um I have Zoom meetings with the band and stuff like that. We try it usually it's supposed to be productive, but it normally turns out to just being like fun and hanging out and kind of drinking and just, you know, that's that's what's became my weekends. Instead of like doing anything on the weekend, it's it's Zoom hangouts, you know. Um I've been I've done some I've been doing some writing sessions on Zoom type things or FaceTime just with my buddies or whatever. Um, trying to better myself at guitar at home on my personal level. Um, and I have um, with so here late here in the last week or so we've been allowed. I, I was in the studio um, last week working on some vocal stuff. We, we've been, you know, we're, we're, those things are a little bit more acceptable here right now. We're not we don't have to be like we're supposed to be self-quarantined sort of but i've been able to go to the studio no one's in the no one's in the the room they're in the control room that kind of stuff so we've been we've been being productive on the on the music end you know where are you at right now i am southwest ohio okay so i'm about i'm about four hours from nashville i i have a i have a weird question for you are you um ohio state buckeyes fan i'm not dude i like you even more i'm not i'm not so with me living here i don't like I don't dog them and like say, you know, I hate that. I hate the Buckeye, but I mean, I'm not a Buckeye fan. Do you watch college sports at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, uh, you said you like me already, but I'm going to tell you what fan I am of and maybe it'll change back. I'm a big Alabama fan. That's okay. No problem with that. As long as, as long as it's not USC or Ohio state, I'm cool. I'm cool. I actually I'm- almost went to the USC Alabama game a couple years ago when they played at Texas stadium, just so oh, I could- really. I'm not a, I, I'm not really a, a fan of either. I'm a Nebraska fan. by yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, funny, uh, I have a funny Nebraska story. I was playing a show one time and I, I always used to introduce my drummer from different places all the time. Right. Like, I would just pick a place, you know, and we were playing, it was a little, it was a bar. It was like a, it was a great crowd. It was like, it was a hopping night. And I like in the middle of a big solo, I'm like, all the way from Nebraska, give it up, you know? Right. And, you know, it was nothing. I didn't even think anything about it, you know? Well, later on that night, this guy like jokingly comes up to me like 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 he was mad. He wasn't really mad. He comes up, he's like, he's like, dude, man, you're such a jerk, man. And I'm like, Well, what did I do, man? He's like, You told you said your drummer was from Nebraska. I mean, we're in we're in Ohio. I mean, this was right. back when I was like gigging around at the home, you know. He's like, uh, he's like, You said your drummer was from Nebraska, and I was like, Finally, somebody from Ohio knows from Nebraska. And he went up to my drummer, was like, dude, you're from Nebraska, and he's like, no, Dude, I don't know what you're t- like. My drummer didn't even remember that I'd even said that. You know what I mean? <laughs> actually, that's actually pretty freaking funny to tell you the truth. Are you a Nebraska fan because you're from there? Or like- I'm not. You know what? My best friend in high school. I'm actually from California. My best friend from high school uh, moved out here, got me like uh, really into him, and I used to go to a game every year, and either at home or away. And uh, I've just been a fan ever since. Like, yeah, cool. way back, way back in the eighties. I'm a fan because of one of my one of my friends, one of my best buddies. He he had a connection with Alabama, and he was always diehard Alabama fans. I'm like, all right, I'll, it's like ten years ago. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll do it, man. I, right. I don't really have a team. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just 
I don't like USC and I don't like Ohio State. I don't say that I don't like people that like those teams, but I don't like people that like those teams. <laughs> do, you, do you not like Ohio – I know we're probably still going to talk about this forever, but do you not like Ohio State because of their fans? Is that why? No, it's you. I mean, here's my thing, dude. You, you, you take a guy like Reggie Bush who gets his, uh, his Heisman taken away because his coach cheated and paid, and wow. the, you got the same thing with Ohio State. I mean, just they are a great, they are a great program. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, the end of the day. I understand. Hey, I understand, man. Yeah. When you're a college football fan, I think it's just a whole different level. I mean, I don't go this crazy over pro sports, that's for sure. But. I, don't either. I don't either, man. When, it, when, it's, when it's football season and Alabama's doing well, I'm on the, I'm on the top. You're on the wagon. I'm probably the annoying, the annoying fan who's like, you know what I mean? But, oh, well, yeah. I'm like downstairs with all my Alabama gear on watching the game, you know, got the pom-pom things I'm shaking on you. <laughs> Dude, growing up in music, I, I, I think I, I read something that uh, you sang in your church. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you loved uh, or maybe like listened to a lot more R&B than anything and what classic country yeah man like so my dad's side was like he, he always had classic country playing which he had he had a water hauling business I don't even know if, if they even know what that is but he hauled water to people's homes that had like cisterns and stuff so I remember riding around in the water truck with him right he was always listening to classic country that was his thing so I went through a stage of like that's are because I just learned those three chord songs. That's kind of how I learned how to play guitar. And I had tons and tons of that, that those, those records to listen to. And then my mom, she was like saying in, we were like a gospel type church. So she, she had that like soul vibe sort of switch drew me to that side. So then I started like listening to like, I don't know, man, like Casey and Jojo boys to men. I mean, I think I even went through like a, I mean, I don't, it wasn't soulful, but like Justin Timberlake is soulful to me. Like I went through that stage, you know, listening yep. to that stuff. But yeah, like, I mean, there's so many. Yeah, but that's, that's probably, I love storytelling of the old country stuff. But then when it comes to like vocal runs and stuff, I'm amazed by Brian McKnight and Babyface, all those guys. I, I, right. That's where, draw, that's where I draw my influence of vocal stuff from, you know. I was, uh, um, I was never really much of a Sam Hunt fan until um i watched actually behind the pines i listened to that that kind of changed me a little bit but then i watched something on audience where he was from and he played football in alabama and i really? guess when yeah and i guess when he played or when he moved to nashville the first producer he found was super into r&b and he's been with them ever since so he was able to keep that when i was watching him talk about just him being him i thought that's what like totally changed the idea behind who sam hunt was to me in that sense because i mean Body Like a Back Road is what it is, but I listened to like his new album and I actually, um, I like it. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, I've, I, I've always liked his stuff, but I, and I didn't have like a super, I just thought it was a, another great song or whatever. And then when I tried to start covering his stuff, like the way he speaks and then t sings and like that, that's very difficult, man. Like I, I give him big props for being able to, I don't, especially he's not doing it from, learning it off of someone you know what i mean he's it's just like, him yeah yeah that's him doing it you know like to try to like i tried to learn some of those songs back when i was gigging in bars around i was like forget it like it's, it's so hard. Are, that's funny did you listen to um behind the pines have you listened yeah, to that album? Yeah. i don't it's not even on or is it even available to get anymore i don't think it is i think i could be wrong i feel like at one time you were able to download it but then after a while you weren't able to i can actually I'm 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 looking right now to see if it's still on his. I'm gonna see if it's in my. It is. It's on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, the acoustic mixtape version of it. I mean, I look at the songs on there and listen to them, and it's a whole it's a whole nother level. Like when you listen to Cop Car and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Version well, versus... Yeah, when you hear it, because you all we, all I know is is Keith Urban doing it, but I did right. the same thing. Like I went, went back and listened. I was like, oh wow, okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like William Michael Morgan doing "I Met a Girl." I went back and I used to love that song, and then when I heard Sam Hunt do it, I was like, I think I actually like the raw version better. But but oh, then. Yeah. Uh, I have I have a buddy. His name is Sparky, and um, he said something the other day that his favorite thing about him is just his play on words versus anybody else. Because that song "Ecstasy," you you totally hear something different. But going into that, I mean, country music these days is all about um, the being relatable to people. So, I mean, I went back, and truth be told, I'd never heard um, "Laid Back" before until today. Uh, "Lips Like Liquor" I heard before, and obviously I've heard "Front Seat." But like, how does, what did you write first? Laid back, lips like liquor, which one came first? Um, lips like liquor was, actually lips like liquor was a song and a, whole, a, totally, a totally different, like a, a whole different song. And then it got like revamped into the song that it is now. Laid back was after that, um, front seat fell after that. And then there's a brand new one. Um, I did some writing with, uh, so most of my writing is with Joe Jordan, which is a guy who's from Rhode Island. He, he moved down here to Cincinnati. And him and I teamed up, started writing stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'll take credit for writing, being an okay writer. But he's like, his brain of writing is incredible. It's so right. he has that same like play on word stuff, like with laid back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he yeah. has the same. He can hear. I've always said it. He can hear like you and me. He could be sitting in this room listening to you and I talk, and maybe write down like five ideas of songs from what we're saying that you and I would never even right. think of a song. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, writing. I mean. I, I, I'm growing to be a writer, but I, I've never called myself like a writer, right? Like, I'm not that guy who like sits down and just writes a song all by myself. Like I've done it, but I'm not, you know, right. I'm not, you know, the guy. What's your favorite thing about like the music business is that, I mean, I'm going to guess it's not the writing portion. Is it recording yeah. or playing live or live for sure. It's funny. funny you asked me that. I was just on a call. I just came straight from work and I was, I was on a call with my bass player and we were talking about that. I was like, God, man, I was like, been doing some stuff in the studio i was like but i just this whole quarantine thing is making me insane with the with the not getting to like be out and be play live you know what i mean right i love all of it but you know if i had to like put things in order you know it's for sure live stuff just because i like i like people i like meeting people i like hanging out i like and that that atmosphere is like a big hang you know it is definitely have you played in vegas before i have not dude i've never been to vegas ever oh shit so that would have been your first trip your yeah. first show. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we're going to have to sit back down and reevaluate how you come out here. I don't think you can just come because most of y'all come from you guys fly in day of the show, spend the night and take an early flight out the next day. You got to spend some time here, dude. Right. No, I, I would love it. I think even my wife, I think has been there, but she did it on like a, uh, it was like she was traveling somewhere and she came in for like the day and like literally like her layover was there, but it was like, the whole day or something like she called the flight that night and left so that she's not even really seen it like big time you know yeah i mean it's probably way different today than it is any other day that's for sure because oh, yeah. a lot of my friends are getting on their skateboards and their bikes and they're literally in the middle of the night they're just riding down the strip something that wow. never never ever could do, do before right right i'm sure that's i hope that they're getting some sweet video of that yeah i mean dude it's all over the internet it's kind of like the stuff that you see and it's creepy we haven't we haven't done it yet. We've gone up into the mountains and kind of like watch the sunset, do stuff that we haven't done before. But um, I think uh, um, one of the things we need to do is just go take a, a cruise down the strip, turn it on live on Instagram and just kind of oh, like roll down. Yeah, for real, man. Because, it, well, the, good, the cool thing is too, is that you'd probably be getting your like 
genuine reaction because it's something you've never really seen right. or, that, like, or thought I'd or thought I'd ever see right exactly well I mean I just only thing that I can even remotely relate it to is somebody posted something today was a, a picture of downtown Nashville like Broadway you know and it's just nothing there everybody the lights are on everything but every the streets yeah. but nobody's home <laughs> exactly yeah it's so weird man i actually heard uh that some of the bars are going to start opening this week so i mean i i don't know there's there's so many different aspects of it i i was just watching a piece this morning that my um i have a life coach that i've turned out to end up being a really good friend of mine and she sent me something this morning and asked you thoughts on it. it had to do with sweden and sweden's approach to this whole thing they never shut anything down kids still went to school everything was normal and their uh um i don't want to i don't know if it's called a curve but their curve is pretty much the same as what everyone else's is it's kind of like super weird man i don't i I, I was asking i I always refer to my wife on this stuff because i she's she's sort of like she's not engrossed in it but she like she pays attention i try to I, i don't really like watch all the numbers and everything you know what i mean How I, don't, I don't i don't either <laughs> yeah i'm like i feel i feel a little bit bad but it's just not my nature you know i still like i it's funny because i'm sort of a homebody so i because i still have to go to work things feel a little bit like normal normal yeah. I guess. What, does your wife work yeah but her 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 job has been at home they've been they moved ever she was working in an office so they moved everything at home so she, and she already worked uh two days at home already so she was already set up to do it so for her it's been right yeah, I, I'm kind of the same. My girl actually, um, she works for one of the big casinos as a uh, executive assistant for um, the CFO and the CEO. And so she's been working at home herself. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if she never went back to work, you know, in that sense, just because she's just as productive at home. Well, that and that's, it's funny, because my wife's the same way. Like, for me, if someone told me to come to work at home, I would be not productive, where she's just like, on yeah. and, and her company is a company that like they're they're in with amazon they do um they do their packaging for them they make all the bubble um oh nice yeah. things so they're they've been crazy this during this time you know what I mean? like uline or something like that it's called Storo pack it's like airsoft pillow things right. whatever you open up a box you probably have it in there is she um is she a critic of your music um i would <laughs> I want to say critic it's funny because she didn't like country music at all until we met so it's like so it's like she started like entertaining the thought of even liking country music once we met and then now you know she's like like last night we sat down and listened to some new stuff that that i just cut and she was like giving me pointers on it and saying you know i don't know if i like this it makes me feel like this and then you know makes me feel like i'm in the 80s or whatever and i'm like okay right. you know and it's, i want her to be i want her to be that way but she's not really I think she feels like that. I don't think that her opinion matters, but I do very much. And we actually had absolutely, this, yeah, yeah. We had this conversation last night. I was like, I want you to tell me, like, if you don't like it, you know, tell me. And if you do like it, I want you to tell me that too. You know. Sure. I think that someone that's close to you to be um, to not have a biased opinion is probably the best and the most healthy for you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with her saying this makes me feel like I'm in the 80s because it just seems like that's where we're heading back to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it was such a weird – today was a weird day because last night we sat down, listened to a, a new song that I just cut, and we were talking about the intro, and she was like, this feels like the 80s. It was keyboard stuff. And I was like, I, I know. I want it to be guitar. And then my management sent it back to me today and was like – it said in the email, it said uh, – 
a master, like it was mastered, you know, I'm like, oh crap, you know, I did, I'm not going to get a chance to give my opinion on this part of it that I wanted to. And sure enough, did I push play and start listening to it and they switched the part to a guitar. It was the craziest thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I said, I said, does Mark, does Mark have our house bug? Did he like hear us <laughs> talking about this last night? Maybe Mark is a Siri on your iPhone, dude. I don't yeah. Yeah, or like I, I accidentally like left the Zoom call on and he heard the whole thing or something, you know? We were, um, it was funny, uh, about two weeks ago, we were walking around the house and I've been craving sushi. I ate lots of that stuff and I had some stuff in my freezer. So I'm like, you know what, I'll, de- I'll defrost some bluefin. Uh, I'll run by the Asian store and I'll pick up some soy paper so I can make, you, you know, it's so like I can make a roll at home. Impressive. About 15, mine was about 15 minutes. Probably about two and a half hours later, I get home and I'm on Instagram and I'm just like going through my feed. I got served an ad for uh, a sushi roller. And I went, <laughs> I, know. I bought it. That's the kicker is I bought the damn thing. <laughs> I've said that, man. I've said that because like the guy will be at work. The guys and I'll be at work and we'll, we'll be in a conversation and somebody will say something about something random and then say, well, I'll just Google it. And then literally, dude, you type in the first letter and it'll be like the thing that comes on there. So I've been trying this. I've been saying that, I, that like, come on, Siri, I, I need a wheelbarrow and it hasn't happened yet, but I keep trying it over and over again because that's so far out there that, you know what, you're not going to get served an ad for a wheelbarrow, but. And so you've been, you've been saying that out loud, trying yeah. to get it to work. Yeah. So what would be something I could, should I try a wheelbarrow too? Or should I say, dude, if wheelbarrow works, I freaking want to know. <laughs> What if I like one day I'm like on Instagram and I screenshot and send you a wheelbarrow ad? <laughs> I probably would freak out just a little bit because it's, I mean, I'm not even joking about the sushi thing. I, I literally, and so the other thing we were, we were joking about an above ground pool because I mean, uh, we wanted one cause we're all at home. The kid wants to get in the water and we're just like, whatever. So we went to a place called big lots and just to see if they had any, we get home. Yeah. We get home and all of a sudden, she starts getting served ads for, for pools. And I'm just like, we didn't even search anything. We just went there. And I'm just like, and we talked about it. I'm just, I don't know. I kind of freak out on all that stuff. I hear about that. Like I hear about that. I don't know if it's like in like overseas or where it is, but I hear about those like face things where they know that like, I've heard that there's like kiosks, like at places that when you walk past it scans your face and knows your, and it'll put up ads that you're, like that you have searched and did so, I mean, isn't that scary, man? It's crazy. I don't, man, I would hate to think that was face, but I know that they do it with geo-targeting. We do a lot, a lot of that stuff. Like right now, if I go to the, the Starbucks right on the corner from my house, my phone just pops up and it says Starbucks and I'm just like, but it's all, it's all geo-tracking. I understand that, but I'm just, yeah. I, I think, I mean, I, I think to a certain degree, I just accept it because like, there's really nothing I can do about it. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Have you guys, uh, have you guys been binge watched any TV shows? Yeah. Um, the way that we've been, the way that this has been, you know, everybody keeps saying binge watch, but basically you can just watch it like it's a normal show because it's like, how many Wednesdays are we going to be able to just be at home to watch, you know? So I, I watched, um, uh, Ozark. We'd already been, we had already been caught up on that, but when the new season came out, we watched it. And, and we, we made ourselves not binge watch it. We made it last like a week. So we oh, like, yeah. kind of like every night at dinner, we would sit down and watch that. Um, I watched Shooter, which isn't a popular one at all because I just saw it. It popped up on my thing. And uh, I've been watching that. The uh, movie or is that a, a well, it's a spin. It's a series on Netflix uh, based off the movie. Is it good? It's all right. The first season was good. And I was into it because I'm into that sniper type thing. I thought it was cool. And then right. but the second season is kind of like, 
just went like uh, into like tactical stuff and not really just the sniper thing. So and they, I don't think they can make a whole series about just sniper thing, but it's okay. Right. It's okay. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I watched the Tiger King thing. I did, I, I did watch that. Did you watch that? I did. And you know, um, our busiest night at Stoney's is Thursday night and it's ladies night and we do uh, $2 drinks for the girls. And so I preface that for a reason because every, I got all this hype about Tiger King. I watched it about two, three weeks into all this crap. So we finally, yeah, I, just, I waited until it was like everybody, you know, that was the same way. Yeah. And until they were done talking about it. So yeah. I just, my expectation was up here and I watch it and I'm like, God, that's just like a ladies night at Stoney's all the drama and shit. I mean, just, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't totally blown away, but I was like, I wouldn't watch it again, but whatever. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm on a I'm on a text thread with about ten of my buddies, and they're always like at any time during the day there could be fifty messages on there. But someone sent a thing today, and it was on a legit news uh, website that they're having a, a mini series, and I think Nicolas Cage is playing. Yeah. Is that I, true? I saw that too. So I don't I don't I just I don't know. It seems like whenever he acts in a movie, he's the same dude. So we'll see. I, don't know. I feel like that. I feel like that nothing good can come in. I think it's just like to capitalize on. Sure. You know what I mean? Because I mean, it's the hottest thing. Like, you know, so yeah. I think that it's just capitalizing on, the, on he, the. He he lives here in Vegas. So he probably maybe had a bad gambling, you know, stint. So maybe he owes some people some money. So he's going to do a movie again. I don't know. <laughs> Have you, uh, what did you think of um, Ozarks? I mean, I love that show. Yeah. Do, do you watch it? Absolutely. Um. I watched it from the beginning, I think, like you did. And then season three, we finally just watched. For me, what, the bad thing I do about shows is I don't pay attention to the dynamics to when, like, you know how most people, like, know, like, oh, this is the final episode? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't really do that. I'm just watching it, and I'm like, I'm, I get really engrossed in it. And then I don't know if I – I don't want to say what happened at the end, but because I don't know who's going to see this. Sure. But when that happened at the end, and I think you know what I'm talking about, yep. I was like – what the heck just happened? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and then I was like, and then it dawned on me like, crap, I'm not going to be able to watch this anymore because this is the last one. You know what I mean? So I was like a little bit frustrated, you know? Well, I think they were saying August 21 is when the next one comes out. Golly, man. That's a long you way. you watch Billions? I don't, but you know what? I have it written down because someone, I've been told to watch Atypical, Hunters. Uh, um, I don't know what that one's called. I watched. I started watching Outer Banks. It's more of a younger show, but I. We, I like it. we watched it. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it. it. I like it because it was youthful. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's. I have young boys, so they've been watching it with me a little bit too. So they've been kind of, you know, hanging out, and they. There's like some things that are going to be like, what they're going to be facing down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of. Yeah. It's been kind of cool to watch that with them. Um, hey, Bill, Bill is awesome, man. I love Bill. that. Show. Love it. Um, yeah, I was told to watch Righteous Tombstones. I've never watched Yellowstone, and I guess I'm oh, supposed to. I love to... that too, man. Yeah, I've never. I've never... Well, I'm all caught up on it too. Whether that's Kevin Costner, so you can't yeah. like not. You can't, that, it can't be bad. You know what I mean? You have to. Plus, um, he's a cowboy, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's what I keep t be, being told. And uh, I was told to watch Slow Ride Home too if I just need to kill some time. Is that a movie or a show? I, I believe it's a show. It's about some kids that get on scooters and they drive from the East Coast to the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> hey have you do you watch uh peaky blinders on no no good all right i've been told that multiple times to watch that but i'm at, we're actually watching money heist right now never heard of it 
it's uh it's it's based in spain and they and um they rob the um the 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 bank there and they're all dressed in red with the mask wait i i stopped watching it because don't they have their mouths don't move with the um yeah yeah yeah, i stopped watching it i couldn't handle it i watched the first episode and i couldn't handle the uh uh, lineup it's super weird but i think that i can give it a chance yeah, you know what? I got past the first one because I had the same thing. And then I just started watching and I wanted to see how they were getting away with it. But I think what I liked about it is the uh, the professor is so smart. He's just so smart. So when you just when you think he's screwed, he's 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 already thought of it. So we're on season three right now. Okay, I'll give it a chance because what happened was that's funny about that is that I started watching it like around dinner time. My wife comes and sits down and she's like, well, you got on. And I'm like, it's just a new show. I don't know. I'm just trying to watch it. So we started watching it. We're like 15 minutes in. And she goes, is it just me? Or are their mouths not matched up to the, or she says something, you know what I mean? And, and I didn't even notice, you know what I mean? And, and I'm like, they're not. And, I, and you, she ruined it for me. I'm like, are you, I'm like, are you kidding me? Now that's all I can see, you know? Yeah. Like, you gotta be kidding me. I think it's easy to watch because you can multitask at the same time. Um, because if that mouth thing bothers you, but like, I don't know. I keep watching it because I just want to know how far they're going to get away with stuff. That's no, yeah. I'll go back. I'll, I'll give it another shot because I, that was literally, I wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't like the idea of the show. It was just that that's happened. And then I was like, crap. Now this is right. I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I'm so, I'm so far past it, but here's, what's funny is I have, I bought a sound bar for the TV in the bedroom and I right. used the, I used the optical link to it. Well, um, when I watch TV through my soundbar, there's like a, like a half a second delay and it drives me bananas, drives me bananas, but I can watch. You can uh, watch that too. I can watch the money heist. I don't, maybe it's, maybe it's because you know, it's just a different language and they can. Right. I don't know. Dude. So in, in, in music, what do you, what do you think about new country music? Um, obviously um, you grew up listening to R and B and classic country. And now you're into a world where there are so many genres within just the one genre of country. Do you, do you love that it's that far open? I mean, yeah, for me, I mean, I know, I know it's probably, I guess a, as a type of music that I do, it probably would, I'm going to say the typical answer of that. I don't mind thing because it, that would right. probably affect me in a way. But I mean, honestly, man, I, I, my career just really, you know, everybody thinks overnight success stuff's happened, you know, but I've been, I've been chugging along with this for a long time. Right. But never been, you know, I've never been um, opposed to the new stuff. You know what I mean? I remember seeing Florida Georgia Line when they played at Brick Street, opened up for Jake Owen, and I, I literally bought their EP from Tyler at the at the right. product table, and like that was like a new sort of generation of you know music coming in the country and stuff like that. I mean, if you think about it, man, it's inevitable. It happens. I mean, Garth Brooks, even though Garth Brooks sounds country to a lot of people, I mean, Garth Brooks was that guy back in that day i mean he a lot of people probably don't really know it but he was hated by a lot of people because they, they were like what is this you know i don't know what you want to call it i mean but then that was like pop to, to those sure country people you know what i mean so it it doesn't bother me by any means but i also i also personally have a i just told you i listen to classic country i listen to freaking r&b so it's like i don't have that tunnel vision on it and i know i i understand i do understand when people have that opinion i understand where they're coming from you know yeah it's funny that um i saw garth brooks way back in the day and i think that i also saw alan jackson way back in the day within the same year i believe and uh 
although I enjoyed Alan Jackson's music better, I could not stand his live show because it was so boring. And then right. you go see you go see Garth Brooks, and you get this you you get this show. Right. To me, that's what that was. No, I get it, man. I mean, and that's the thing. I just try to be like, the thing about it is, man. I, it's funny because I don't get a lot of hate mail, and it's funny. I got a message today that was just like, dude. I heard your song today for the first time and it was trash. You should have seen my face, blah, 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 blah. And I was like sitting there for a second. I'm like, man, music is so subjective. You know what sure. I mean? It's so, it's just like anything, you know? So it's like, you can't really, your opinion is your opinion. It really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It does, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Uh, it matters to you basically. That's it. You know, we have, uh, I've, I get 10 of those a day through country AF radio. They're like, this isn't real country. And I think the greatest thing is when they say Luke Combs isn't real country. And I just like sit back and I'm like, dude, he's, he's like the realest country right now. Yeah. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And he goes back and he tells a story and he plays a guitar and he sips out of a red cup and dips out of a red cup. I mean, like, I know, man. And he's not in like, he's not the in shape, good looking guy. And that's why I just sit back and I'm like, dude, maybe go listen to it. And then, but I don't, we, we are, we call ourselves country AF and every now and then I get back and I'll get online and I'll, and I'll, and I'll be AF and I'll just have fun, you know? And I'll, um, but there's other times when I'm just like, it's not even worth the time because right. you're never going to be able to please everybody. But. It's, that's the thing, man. You can't, you know, country radio is never going to please everybody. Pop radio is never going to please everybody. You know what I mean? So. Well, country radio continues to, to please the same 12 to 14 artists. Cause that's all they play on country radio. <laughs> You don't have to say shit. I can because that's that's why Country AF is around is because, I mean, it's frustrating. The end of the day is it's frustrating. I was on, um, before all this started, I was working on a thing. So all these interviews I put on a website called- like You're like an artist's best friend slash- yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not your PR guy, so you're fine. <laughs> my, my manager tomorrow will be like, why did you laugh at that? You should not have laughed at that. <laughs> That was him. That was him. Um, I was on a um, uh, a big conglomerate. What do they call it? a conglomerate website of country stations, and there was five of them up there. They had a bunch of stations, but five country, and three of the five were playing the same song. And I was like, "Dude, that should tell you something right there." If you look at all five of your stations and three of them are playing the same song, there's a problem. And that's there's so many artists out there, man. So noon to three every day, I play on on the station nothing but brand new music and. If I hear something that I like or an artist sends me a, a single, the first question is, if I like it, I'm like, dude, can I play this? So Austin Burke, you know who that is? Yeah. He's got, a, he's got a song that Thomas Rhett wrote and Thomas Rhett produced, and he's singing it. It's called Young Love. I've been playing it for like three weeks now, and it doesn't come out till like June or July. Really? Yes. And that's like, so for us, Country AF Radio is twofold. We get to get new music out there, but we're also, it's a marketing arm for Stonies. So like we... Uh, a guy by the name of Nate Moran came out and played Stonies, and he's never been on radio. So how how did you get involved with Stonies? Like, are you? you know? I've been with them almost thirteen years. Really? Um, but my background is is music. I mean, I've been in the music industry for some. Um, my favorite thing to show. Let's see it. Can you see that? Oh, the Killers! Wow, no way. Yeah, I helped them get their record deal really very cool man i had a i had a website here in vegas called lv local music scene and i'm what i do now at stoney's i used to do on a different level i used to four wall the house of blues here in town take a band from vegas one from san diego uh one from la and we would swap shows around and do little routes and just 
because if the best band from Vegas could draw a thousand people, uh, and then the LA band could do that in LA and the San Diego right. band could do that in San Diego, it was just a win-win. So very cool, man. That's, that's what I used to do. So for Stonies, I actually just started out doing all their creative flyers and do their website and their email campaigns. And then I just kind of like worked my way through the system and always been good friends with the owners and kind of like now, uh, me and the owner, there's only one owner. We, we kind of sit back and share the booking and, um, he's a fan of new, new music, just like I am. He likes the, the Southern rock stuff where I'm just about into everything. Right. I got you. Are yeah. you guys, so on your, for the booking stuff, how far do you guys book out? Well, really depends right now. Uh, I have legit the reason I, well, I'm, what I'm getting at is like, so with, with your shows that are getting jacked up right now during this time, it's going to be tough to get them. It's going to be tough to reschedule stuff because you're probably already booked out though. Right. For like when this. Yes. Yes. And no. So when all this started in March, we were just getting into August is where, is where we were at. Cause we're not, I mean, our capacity's 1200, 11, 1163. We just call it 1200. But the reality is, is like, I don't have big, huge artists, so we don't have to get that far out in advance, but I've moved stuff like, uh, I had Tyler rich and I just moved him to uh, October 16th. I had, uh, today I had Muscadine bloodline. It was supposed to be the middle of June. I just moved them to October 23rd. Did the same thing with Austin Burke, moved him to, um, September the end of, and your show actually got moved to September as well. September, September, yeah, September 18th. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I mean, I'm the first one to know that, I think. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just haven't told me yet. I yeah. could probably put the iCalendar probably on there. I have, they had me move it and put a hold on it. It's not confirmed yet, but it is, it is a hold. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, like, I was kind of hoping, I have a show June 12th that I was kind of hoping was going to go, but I, we're probably going to have to move that one too. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. How, so how close are you letting them get before you guys have to move them? A couple, three weeks, four, a month or so? Or? Well, you know what, what's, what's funny is, um, if I look, the only one that I really have on the books right now is June 12th. Everything else I've, I've kind of moved. So that's a little bit, what, just a little bit over a month away. Yeah. Right? And it's Randall King. I don't know if you know who that is. I do not. He's a, he's a, probably 90% of the artists you, you probably won't know because they're, we, we like the new people. Oh, that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, it's funny because I, I looked at the, um, I was looking at the, a sheet, it was a, some Google document today of the times that you have available to do these things. Yep. Yeah. And I thought that you like had a co-host or that you were like putting like a different host for each of those slots, you know? Right. I asked, I asked the lady, I said, Janice, I said, so am I doing this interview? Like, what is this? Is this the person's name? And she, she goes, no, those are all artists. And I was like, yeah, don't I feel sheepish? I was like, I didn't know any of the names. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Dude, it's funny because like, I'm going to, I just pu- pulled it up. Stevie Montz, uh-huh. probably never heard of. Yeah. Um, he hangs out with Tyler Reeves. That's like one of his best friends. Steven Barker Lyles from Love and Theft, great friends. CJ Solar, you know who that is? He's a guy that wrote Up Down for Morgan Wallen. Oh, is he, did he the writer on it or just a writer? One of the writers. I think there was three. Okay. I got you. Uh, Hannah Dasher. You know, you don't know who that is? I've heard the name. She is, uh, she's managed by um, uh, Neil from Cadillac 3. Okay. Uh, Scotty Alexander, probably don't know. Sam Grow on his way up. Stephen Carey, also managed by Neil Mason from the, the I've heard that he, is he the only one in that band that does a lot of managing stuff? Uh, I want to say Jaren's involved in some stuff too. I, it's funny because I always hear, that they them brought up when it yeah. like I always hear that name drop. Oh, kind of like that's just manager, blah, 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 you know what I mean? Dude, it's it's crazy because last ACMs last year I did a show with Ray Fulcher 
and Austin Jinks. They were on the show and I was talking to Neil on the phone. He's like, dude, I need about an hour and 20 minutes. I'll be right back to you again. And, but he was doing their guest list. He was doing their pre-production stuff. I'm like sitting back doing it and then you're going to go get on a stage. And I've watched that boy drink before. So I'm like, I don't know how he does it. Right. Chris, makes, Band Chris you, Bandy. What? Go ahead. It makes you feel like that you're like not getting enough done, right? I'm secondary compared to that <laughs> dude. Like, and I do a lot. That dude, you know who Chris Bandy is though, right? He's, he's with Jamise. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm like, so I interviewed this kid named Bailey uh, Literal last week. You ever heard of him? No. So he's, you said earlier about Justin Timberlake. Well, Bailey's dad was in Backstreet Boys. Really? It's Brian. Yeah. So really? I'm like sitting here doing this and all of a sudden right out of the corner right here, his head pops in and he comes over the top and just is like, what's up, dude? I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> that's awesome yeah it was pretty freaking neat but i mean i'll go back to like uh um artists like uh brett young i shook his hand and booked a show with him and he played at stoney's and now he's a monster ashley mcbride two weeks after she played stoney she blew up luke combs played at stoney's too oh, cool man yeah i yeah. love it man I, I, there's been some places that i've gotten to to grace the presence of with the you know i'll be talking to the the owner or something like back in the office and he'll be like man i you know he's like we really try to handpick who we have here and and you know, I want you to know that so-and-so has been here and so-and-so has been here. And like, we, we really believe in you. You know, that's cool, man. It's like, wow, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. When you when you do come out to, to Vegas and you walk the back hallway from the load-in to your green room, there's a wall. And a lot of the artists that have played there, we have their their, their posters up on the wall. We have you guys sign them. We put up on the wall. So every everyone that comes through can actually get an idea of the artist. Like, Russell Dickerson played at Sony seven times. Like. Really? Yeah, yeah, we champion that dude in this market big time. So it's kind of like, that's kind of what we like to do. I mean, no, it's awesome, man. And honestly, I mean, I love that. I, when I go to those places and have that that vibe, that's like, those are the places you remember too. You know what I mean? And we're fans. That's the other side of. I've had a, a tour manager come up to me after his band got on the stage and said, "Dude, can I can we saddle up?" And I would just, I remember that night like it was yesterday, and I just went. You know, I, I don't just book. I just don't, you know, promote and get the show going. But I'm also a fan. So let me watch my show. <laughs> and, then I'll pay and then I'll go get your check. You guys ain't going anywhere. <laughs> That's he's, kind probably, of he's probably thinking like, oh, man, if they screw up, he's going to hold it. <laughs> hold it we, I, don't, I don't think that's one thing we've, we've, we've never done. We've had one artist in there that was drunk and she got up on the stage. That was a bad night. But other than that, we've been very, very blessed, you know, to that's good, man. Not have anything crazy. You feel like playing some, what's that? You guys run a good, good shop out there. It's cool. Uh, you know what? The sound is phenomenal. Um, um, I'm not saying our sound guy uh, is really good, but our sound guy is really good. Um, but the room is awesome. It's just fun. It's a, it's a neat environment and, uh, very cool. Man. And they love to dance. You feel like playing some music today? Sure, man. I'll do whatever you want. I can play. I can play some live stuff. I can even give you a. I can give you a sneak peek of some new stuff coming out that I Let's can. Do it. Well, obviously for the listeners, I'm sure they're going to want to hear front seat. So if we could do that one, and then I would love to hear a brand new one. Do you want to do front seat first? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let me see if this is on here. I don't play front seat on the guitar, so let me see if I'm linked up here. With my thing, and boom, boom, boom. Let me see if it starts. Let's see. <laughs> It all went to sleep while we were talking for so long. Dang it. There it is. There it is. I like it. Is that Was that volume decent? Yeah, that actually, volume was, was um, perfect. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to give your sound man a run for his money. 
You, well, not this one, but when you do come in, when you do come in, he's actually, he tours with the Killers right now as well. So whenever they go on the road, he's like their playback guy. And, and, uh, and if you run ears, uh, every, single, every single artist that has played at Stoney's has said, um, and I keep telling them, don't tell Matt that you like the sound coming out of the ears because his head just goes... <laughs> getting bigger and bigger and bigger is he like no so he's known for good in-ear mixes is that what he's known for absolutely that's, but hey that's a good thing to be known for i i will agree 1000 percent. yeah man all right you ready to do this let's do it <clears throat> he makes you sit in back seat and his boys call shotgun Type of guy looking for the next best thing when he's already got one. I can tell you, takes you for granted. You're the prettiest thing on the planet. I can sing. You belong with me. You belong in the front seat of any car. You should be the DJ singing like a rock star. Shouldn't be alone in the back. Baby, you're better than that. You belong on the right side of the right now. That puts you first. Cause you're the bread in the house. And I ain't saying you belong to me. Cause you belong to the front seat. He said, not tonight, baby. Can't make it. Yeah, you can. Curls your hair and wearing that new dress. That never plays eyes. You can tell me, doesn't need you. Girls in front of me, you're in the brief. You hide and sit. You belong with me. You belong in the front seat. I'm in You should be the DJ, singing like a rock star. Shouldn't be alone in the back. Baby, you're better than that. You belong on the right side of the right guy. That puts you first to saw the red And I can say you belong in the way. You belong in the front seat. You know, it's getting harder. It's like you're drowning in the water And it feels like you need a new life You can hop in the front seat of my heart Anywhere, anytime you want You could be my queen Sitting on your throne, girl, you know you got one You belong in the front seat of my car DJ singing like a rock star. Never be alone in the back. Girl, I'll treat you better than that. You belong on the right side. My right arm. Fall in the sleep when the rides on. And you're in my way. That's good for me. Riding with you in the front seat.
dope, dude. Hey, man. So I read online that you wrote that kind of like uh, just like as an, an homage to dudes, like to step up their game and stuff like that. <laughs> I tried to, like I said I earlier, I have boys and it's like my, my pops was very, like my mom and dad were married for like 40 years and stuff before she passed. And it's like the relationship wasn't always perfect, but you know, my dad was always like super chivalrous. You know what I mean? Always right. the flower guy and hold the door open and let me get the door for you, hon. You know, all that stuff. So it's kind of been like embedded in my brain. I'm not perfect at it all the time, but I try to be. And it's just like, I don't think that that's gone, but it's, there's a lot of, a lot of young men that don't, that don't, uh, and I'm not saying that they have to be so extreme, but there are a lot of younger men are extreme in the opposite way. You know what I mean? I can tell you, I've been with my girlfriend for three and a half years and she's not once opened the door. Not once. <laughs> not when, and her daughter is 11 and she's the same way. She'll, we'll walk into a place. She'll just go and stand right in front of the door and wait for me. It's yeah. kind of cute, but yeah, no. And, and that's funny too. Cause that's how my wife is too. Like she, she, for a while it was weird for her because you know, she would always be like, I would always get mad. I'd be like, let me get the door or whatever, you know? So now it's like, she goes, stands and waits for the door to be open. And I, open the right. I think is a good thing. You know what I mean? I think it's great. I mean, I love it that the kid that's 11 has picked up on it and she's just right. like, right. Yeah. That's yeah it, it, and it's, you know, it was, the song was never, and I've always tried to express that the song was never to like be bashing at all sure. towards, towards guys. You know, it's just like, I feel like it's just, and I've even gone as far as saying like, if you really want to just think about the song, it's, you know, it's just treat, treat one another with respect and just be like good to each other. You know what I mean? Chivalrous yeah. is a word we use for like a guy girl thing, but like even as buddies, you should treat one another with respect and, and with worth. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. I always, uh, I always treat people the way I want to be treated. I learned that a long time ago. So yeah, man. if I'm being a douche, it's cause you were a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You got, uh, you said you have a, a new song. Uh, yeah, well, do you want to hear, so I just got the master back today. Do you want me to, I mean, I don't think I'll get in trouble for playing it. Do you want me to, do you want me to play Like, do you want me to play something? I can play a new song play-wise or yeah. I can play this song, like, whatever you want. Man, that's kind of tough, man. I don't. We're I, a little bit close. We can do a little bit. How much time we have? What are we doing? What, how long are we going? Whatever. Okay. Dude, I'm easy. This is new. This is, um, so we, uh, we wrote this a while back, but, um. It just I haven't promoted it yet, but we just released it to Amazon or to Apple Music and it should be on Spotify next week. What's it called? Same boat. Okay. So um, basically this song is just, you know, a song about no matter what we're going through and what what chaos is going on and things like that, or you know, if your your dude just broke up with you, or if you had a flat tire last week or whatever it was, you know, we all have shit going on and and but we're all in the same boat at the end of the day you know so yeah. that's why it's the same boat so i'll play that one for you let's do it yeah we're all just floating around this big old rock in the middle of space trying to get through life just trying to get by yeah we've all got mountains trying to climb it's one big race to the finish line and so might help you know that we're all in the same boat just going down the same road so take a little look pass it around it ain't too hard to show you're gonna learn things the hard way and you're gonna have some hard breaks so if you're going through hell you ain't going through it alone yeah we're all in the same boat yeah 
Yeah, tires pop and hearts get broke. If it ain't true, someone you know is true. What the hell can you do? Sometimes all it takes is a helping hand. A few kind words every now and then will go far. Oh no, it really ain't that hard. We're all in the same boat. Just going down the same road. So take a little love, pass it around. It ain't too hard to show. You're gonna learn things the hard way. And you're gonna have some hard breaks. So if you're going through hell, you ain't going through it alone. Yeah, we're all in the same boat, yeah. Sometimes it rains and the waves are crashing down. Sometimes we all got to grab a pail and fill it on high, yeah. I said we're all in the same boat. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. Oh, oh. there's gonna be some hard roads, some things only God knows. But if you're going through hell, you ain't going through it alone. Said if you're going through hell, you ain't going through it alone. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. Yeah, I said we're all in the same boat, oh, don't you know we're all in the same boat, oh, oh. Dude, like, I'm just going to say that I don't think that there's a better time for that song to come out than right now. Right, that's what we were, that's why we, that's why we released and kind of put it out, yeah, so. Right. To it, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. I like the idea of it because it's like, uh, it's relatable for unfortunately right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. And, that, and the funny thing is, is we didn't write it during these times. It was kind of, we had it from the EP early and then we were like, as we started playing it out and stuff, we were like, you know what? This is kind of a good, this is a good song for the time right now. So we thought yeah, yeah. we'd put out there. And you said next week it'll be on Spotify? Yeah. Dig yeah. It. We're, trying to, we're trying to wait until the platforms get to, everybody's kind of in the same thing and then we're going to promote it a little bit and just let everybody know it's out. I'm going to have to uh, ask Jamies. What's that? You guys are kind of getting a little sneak peek of that information. Right. I'm going to have to ask uh, Jamies to send me some of that music so we can get it on the station, you know? Yeah, man, for sure, man. Heck yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, sweet. Well, dude, I appreciate the time. Did you say you have one? Uh, what's the song that just got mastered that came back? Um, it's So we're getting ready to do a thing on social media where um, I'm gonna, we're going to take three of the songs off the EP. And we're going to put them out there and let everybody kind of like vote. And we don't know exactly how we're going to do the tally or whatever. Right. We're going to try to like let people give their input on what they think the next um, single is going to be. Right. Um, but this is, um, this is one of the choices that is possibly going to be, well, this will definitely be one of the three that we're, that we're going to use to put out there. Um, but um, it's called last name and it's got a little twist on words in it too. So let me, uh, let me play a little bit of it. Maybe like verse course or something. You with sure. that? Perfect. I love the way your hair dances when the wind blows. Yeah, the way your sundress waves hello as you walk on by. 
of your dollar store sunglasses hanging on the end of your nose you got that thrifty city mixed up kind of style and all you got it going on from head to toe there's just one thing about you girl you gotta know i don't like your last name i think you need a new one Dude, that is so dope. That is so dope. Yeah, I like it. Man. Good, good. I, I yeah, mean, that. Be honest. I, what, what's that? I said, be honest. Don't just, don't just tell me. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you something about me right off the bat. Ask Chris Bandy. Ask Chris Bandy how, how, how I, uh, when someone asks me a question about music, if I like it or not. He'll. Hey, good, good man. Yeah. Good. I mean, if I don't like it, I don't like. That goes along with that saying. There's only two things you want to change about a woman, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, her address and her last name. That's it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, I, I dig it. It's catchy too. Thanks, man. I, I, I'm digging it. Like I said, I was already like super excited about it, and then they changed some stuff that I didn't even have to ask for them to change. I was like, and I heard it today. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I love it. That's awesome. Talk about new music, dude. That's what new music is all about, right there. Exciting, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Dude, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm glad it worked out. And uh, I will look forward to, what did I say? Uh, no, you said September 12th, 11th, something like that. Oh, dude, I got so many. Okay, where am I at here? That's a Google Doc, not that one. Okay, artist schedule. I have you down. You have hold for September 11th. September 18th. 18th, okay. 18th, yes. And uh, I'm saying September 11th because September 11th is like the bad day that we all remember. Like It is, and you know what? Uh, that's why I'm saying that that date. I had an artist in January ask me for that date. Really? Yeah, because he's coming out for a wedding. And he plays at Stoney's every now and then. He's going to be in town for a wedding. And he thought it would be kind of cool to do. I'm like, you can have that because that's a tough one to book, man. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate the time. It was great getting to know you. Um, I cannot wait until uh, we get to kick it in Vegas. And do you eat sushi? Yeah, for sure, man. So here's the deal. If your wife even comes, uh, sushi's my treat when you guys get to town. That'd be great, man. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be the that that that'll be the night of dinner of the show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I definitely I'll, I would love to come out for for a day or something before. You know what I mean? Not just like a play the show and get out of there. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe well, we'll figure something out. Do you deal with Cahill over it? Over are you? Is that William Morris? I'm William Morris. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cahill. No, that's Alex. Yeah. Alex, like yeah. when you when you when you talk to Alex, tell him that uh, not to book anything the day before or the day after. Do you know Brian Crothers too? I do. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he's the one that does most of my stuff too. I think. Right, I think I actually booked your show through through Alex because he's West Coast. Right, that's yeah, right. They're like in they're like in regions or whatever. Right? Yes, yeah. So like I'm saying, when when this thing gets when this thing gets put together, like make sure you don't have a, a show the day before or the day after, and then we're. Yeah. You know how it is, though. Sometimes they're just like, they want you everywhere. Like, right. Well, I mean, if I can't happens, complain. No, I don't, I don't even mean like all the venues. It's just like the management and booking. There's like, wait, wait, can you be here? Can you, can you do a morning show, afternoon show, tonight show? Let's go. Right. Well, usually what happens on Fridays, if, if we have two country stations here that, uh, that like to piggyback on our stuff. So very cool, though. Yeah. It works for you guys. Sweet. Well, thanks again for the time. I look forward to, uh, well, thank you.
Yeah, I, I can't wait, man. I, I have a tour guide, so I'm excited. <laughs> I'll see you soon, man. Enjoy your, um, enjoy your time at home, and thanks for still working, I guess, right? <laughs> I hear you. Man. Yeah, thanks, man. Take care, man.